0: Hello, Earthlings. We are broadcasting from the furthest reaches of space. Welcome to Trivia Escape Pod. I am your host, Julius Sorensen.
1: And I'm Julius Sorensen. <gasps>
0: imposter no
1: we got out of our pods this week and i looked in the mirror and i looked just like you
0: well integrate
1: I, I, <laughs> god i feel fantastic this is the best <laughs> i've ever looked but clearly engineer rachel has been below decks pranking us this week while we're searching for a hospitable planet we are broadcasting trivia across the galaxy we've got a particularly wonderful show for you today
0: all right. so we're going to be asking trivia questions in four rounds to test your knowledge and occasionally your lateral thinking and you never know when we'll make contact with a special guest
1: give trust to my march <laughs> That's the best lyrics I've ever heard.
0: I can't even tell what they're music. saying.
1: I, I'm i not sure that was English. <laughs> this week's intro song was On Mars Go by Robo Moon. So the syntax of the title is very similar to the syntax of the lyrics. <laughs> We're still on the lookout for permanent theme music, I feel confident. I mean, unless, Julia, you thought that one was wonderful.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> my, my brain process is like, oh, this isn't bad. And the other person was like, oh, it's bad.
1: (laughs) It's real bad. Oh, man. So I look like you this week.
0: Maybe it's because I was, like, in my holodeck on a camping trip. So maybe Rachel just thought I was still going to be gone and put you in my stead. Does that mean Spock is you now?
1: Oh, my God. If he comes up from below decks, he might be. Oh, no. He's going to be a cat with a human face. No, Rebel Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> God. flashback to episode one uh, you know what as long as he comes up with the face of idris elba <laughs> i'm okay with it other than that i'll be fucking terrified <laughs> oh my lord so uh so you were camping
0: yeah it was my first ever camping trip and oh boy what a camping trip
1: why is that
0: well to start, I was just grabbing to my boyfriend and uh I was like, Yeah, it's gonna be camping It's it's gonna be a small little lot and um there's gonna be a poop shovel and he's like, I'm sorry, what? And it's like, Yeah, there's no bathrooms. He was like, There's no bathrooms there? Is that not normal for camping? And he's like, No, no, you need a bathroom. You're just gonna be pissing in the woods I'm like, great. Yeah, that Let's means fucking you, go.
1: you didn't go to a campsite, you went to land.
0: Yeah, we just <laughs> went to a plot of land. <laughs> It was like the sketchiest place you could have gone, but it was a really fun time. And they were like we did tubing down a river and the river was so shallow that we just kept getting scraped by every rock and branch along the way. Like if anybody got stuck of the of our 14 attached tubes, we all just shouted asses up and we just like <laughs> huddled lifting our asses so we
1: didn't, like, bleed. Well, I, I hate to tell you this, but those were not branches that you were uh, scraping against. Those were poop shovels.
0: <laughs> That's why we couldn't find oth- ours. Other
1: campers had discarded their poop shovels oh. into the river, and you were just floating so right I would over. also
0: explain the color of the river, oh, if I'm going to be real. It was not a pretty sight. It was a hella fun trip. It was ratchet as fuck. <laughs> God. <laughs>
1: well you know maybe that's why rachel has turned me into a seemingly a clone of you she was probably like well we got to have one on the on the pod that does that hasn't scratched up her ass on a poop <laughs> shuttle.
0: well at least zero g i don't have to sit and worry about any more injuries
1: that is true hey look at that we've got something on radar julia
0: uh yeah, looks like someone else is floating through space in an escape pod. Uh let's perform boarding maneuver and make sure they don't scrape their ass getting in.
1: I will analyze the passenger mes- manifest and <laughs> the see passenger the- <laughs> messenger <laughs> let's see who this unfortunate soul is.
0: <laughs> All right, open in the airlock right now. <laughs>
1: He's a nonprofit director, he's a comedian, he is a former Jeopardy! contestant. Let's welcome Dave Mills aboard the Escape Pod. Dave, welcome! Hey, thanks for letting me in the door. Oh, we're so glad to have you here. Why are you floating through space in a solo Escape Pod?
2: I'm uh, looking for a better place to live and looking for a decent pizza.
0: Ooh, ooh, that is a tough call. Yeah,
1: That is a thing. Which,
0: we... which planet do you think would
1: have the best pizza? In our solar system, at least. Uh, in our in our home solar system, I would go with Mercury. It would be why? the hottest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, got L- you. little angry red planet that looks like a pepperoni.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a little pepperoni. You
1: could set up a brick oven there and it'd be hot in no time. It'd the be, pepperoni
0: yeah. planet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know why. Did, did you have another answer, Julia? Where would you get a good...
0: I was kind of thinking Mars because the red dust might make a nice sauce.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> And Dave, where would you? Where in our solar system would you be headed for a uh, tasty pie?
2: Well, um, I'm thinking maybe Saturn, all, all the different rings. Uh, maybe that's uh,
0: sort sort of circular in some sense. It's just one giant circular pick-your-topping bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, Dave, you are one of the directors at El Futuro.
2: That's tell, correct. Tell yeah. us a
1: little bit about that.
2: I'm the finance director there, and we do mental health care for Spanish speakers in Durham and Silver City. I've been there just over six years.
1: Excellent. And obviously, that is a service that is so desperately needed, particularly in the U.S. in 2019. I mean, we uh, are so in... In need of support for migrant communities, uh, tell us a little bit about what uh, El Futuro is working on right now.
2: Well, uh, you're right that the need is growing. Uh, in the time that I've been there, we've more than doubled in size. We've hired a lot more therapists, and we're starting to do more outreach now because the work that we do is evidence-based, uh, which is not true of all mental health practitioners, and the evidence-based stuff works. So we're trying to get in touch with more practitioners in North Carolina and elsewhere through uh, telepsychiatry, through uh, seminars that we're leading, that uh, we're getting lots more people to uh, learn more about how to treat people with severe migration trauma, lots of domestic violence and other uh, traumas that people have experienced. We have more than two-thirds of our clients are crime victims of some sort, whether here or in their home countries, and uh, it's really amazing work. I feel lucky to be able to support the therapists who do the work that we do.
0: That is absolutely amazing work that you do. I'm extremely impressed and a little humbled, if I'm going to be real.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're so glad to have you here. Thanks. Uh And now you have also been on Jeopardy! Yes, uh, January 2nd, 2007. That is my birthday. Hey! January 2nd, right on.
2: Yeah. I I say that so that all the listeners will send gifts. Um. (laughs) Well, I celebrated your
1: birthday by finishing last.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, (laughs) Ross.
1: Well, I'm sorry to make you relive that trauma. Um, No, uh, so you're the first Jeopardy! contestant to join us on the pod. Oh, great. Tell us about The Great One. What's he like? The
2: Great he, One. He was, uh, he was, at the time, This is. so this is 12 years ago, uh, he was... He was a dashing young man back then. <laughs> he was uh, actually quite rude to my wife. Uh, really? Yes. Uh, he, he did a question and answer thing with people in the audience in between episodes, and he said, I'm willing to take any questions that people have. And my wife asked, uh, do you know the answers in advance? or do they do they give you the answers or do you you know some of them and he was very curt with her and said of course i know the answers and occasionally they have to give them to me but he was very imperious and uh and cut her off and uh really deflated the bubble for me just a tiny bit uh
0: never meet your heroes man right (laughs) never meet your heroes so basically
1: he was trying to front like he writes all the questions himself like oh right of course i know the answers you <laughs> plebeian meanwhile yeah. people
0: ask us be like uh let me google that real quick yeah.
1: <laughs> that's the nice thing about not writing our own questions we let uh, a rogue ai system write everything for us um so when when you were on, uh, what's what is sort of the overpowering memory, it, or is, is maybe it's the rudeness? Maybe you're just like "fuck you, Alex Trebek." No, you no can no. say that here because I, prom- <laughs> I promise you this, Dave. He will never listen to this podcast. I don't. You never know. Uh, so the
2: overpowering memory to me was uh, I got the first few questions correct and built up a lead. I had I think five thousand dollars, and I was in first place. And then I bet almost all of it on a daily double and missed it. And then I got another question wrong. And so when we went into the first commercial break I had zero dollars. And Alex Trebek said to me the words that I want to be my epitaph on my tombstone. He said <laughs> as he's going into the commercial, he you know, he looks at each contestant and he says he looks at me and he says, Dave, you have no money <laughs>
1: Well, if they put that on your tombstone, it's you and Edgar Allan Poe, my friend. Right. So good company. Yes. Here's the thing, uh, though, based on sort of like the recent run, I don't remember the guy's name, but he went on that incredible run. Holzhauer. Holzhauer, yeah. yeah, But he did it by wagering big on the. So you had exactly the right strategy. Right. Just uh, Uh, suffered a little in the execution. You know what, though? Like. I can't even tell you the number of times I've tried something with terrible execution and zero strategy. (laughs) Like, hey,
0: let's start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right. Well, what else are you going to do in deep space, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're actually asleep six days a week. I yeah. mean, honestly, we could spend the seventh day doing meaningful things like writing letters to our loved ones back home. Um, you know, if they're still alive, of course, we left a, a dying planet and have discovered since that we are part of an alternate timeline. Uh, what is it exactly that you're fleeing? What, what brought you to space? Uh, I'm fleeing uh, pestilence. Hmm. Yeah. Well, on that happy note, Dave, <laughs> why don't we talk about the rules of the game?
0: All right, Dave, so your rules, we've provided you a pencil and paper, and we're going to ask you some questions. Wow, big shocker there. Um, Our intelligence scanners will give you points for each answer you get correct, but our AI has a sense of humor and is a bit of an asshole. So in addition to correct answers, it seems to be giving points for answers that are so wrong, they can make us laugh. So if you can't be right, be funny, and you might get some fun little pity points your way um so we're going to ask all the questions for a round to give the listeners time to think about their own answers um and then we'll check in with you to see how you did do you have any questions for us
1: none whatsoever i'm excited
0: great i like the excitement
1: let's launch right into our general knowledge round question number one is worth 50 points name the showrunner who created Grey's anatomy and scandal watch any of these shows julia
0: no i'm more of like a stupid comedy type of gal
1: fair enough i mean these these are not lacking for stupid but they are lacking in comedy dave what about you gray's anatomy scandal i think i watched a couple episodes of Grey's anatomy maybe
2: was it 10 years ago when that show first started uh, seems about right yeah yeah Yeah,
0: Yeah. how is it still on? (laughs) How does it still exist? I'm baffled by that.
1: Have you seen what else is on TV? (laughs) Grace looks actually pretty good.
0: Uh, uh, Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Uh, Number two. So this is a multi-part question, so this will have four parts to it. I'll name a punk hit, and you name the band. 2A, kick out the jams. 2B, basket case. 2C, come out and play. And 2D, Sheena is a punk rocker.
1: Essentially two different generations of punk uh, in that single question.
0: I was about to say all these could make good scary movie titles except for sheena is she, sheena is a punk rocker. that would be
1: a great scary movie yeah, title. Yeah, sounds pretty scary yeah, to me. It'd be like actually. one of those uh, one of those hulu horror movies that they're just cranking out right or now. Or maybe
0: like a Like a sarcastic one, like Happy Death Day?
1: Yeah, exactly. Especially if if it were Sheena Easton, right? (laughs) If Sheena Easton had been a punk rocker, um, the morning train would have been very different. (laughs) Uh, Question number three, are you a married man, Dave? Yes. Oh, well, then maybe you can tell us which anniversary gift belongs with these years. It's a three-part question. 3A, spiders are probably said to wait for the 12th anniversary for this gift. 3B, Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder maybe exchanged this on their 14th anniversary. Hold up, AI. I don't think that they were married. <laughs> <laughs> and 3C, you'll love the feel of this second anniversary gift.
0: Um, I think our AI has secretly been generating fanfics when it gets bored, and I think that might have, like, bled into our
1: questions for this week oh my god is this uh paul mccartney and stevie wonder shipping happening right now
0: Uh, anything happens in space man (laughs) uh dave number four uh the single season record for victories in an nba season is 73 which team holds this
1: question number five Dave, we want you to name these wars and incursions in U.S. history. And it is a four-part question. 5A, this tax protest ran from 1791 to 1794, and it actually applied to all distilled spirits. 5B, this war ended with the Treaty of Ghent. I think that's how you say it. Again, I never can pronounce words. It's G-H-E-N-T.
0: I'm pretty sure you're correct on that one. I got that one?
1: All right.
0: If, If we're wrong, Twitter, blame me on that one, not Ross. I'll take the hit. 5C.
1: This 1898 war was fought in Cuba, Puerto Rico, the Philippines, and Guam. And 5D... This blanket term covers a series of military interventions doled out in Cuba, Panama, Honduras, Nicaragua, Mexico, Haiti, and the Dominican Republic from 1898 to 1934. I hear what the AI did right there. I hear it. There's a little something-something in there.
0: Wait, I don't. Am I dumb?
1: Uh, (laughs) Ah, you know what? Well, maybe when we come back around, we'll, uh... I'll punch that word. It's there. Nah, the the AI is winking at Dave right now. <laughs> the AI is making eyes at you, dude. I need an adult. Ah, man, it's. I feel like there is some real chemistry here. I've never. <laughs> no, I've never seen our computer flirt with a guest. Uh, we
0: might th- get some AI X Dave ships in next week. So.
1: <laughs> the, uh, you know how sometimes uh, our AI will actually write scripts to you know fake movies or fake musicals yeah,
0: or whatever we're just gonna get a very elaborate it's, screenplay between the two of
1: them it's,
2: uh, i didn't know you could blush in zero gravity but i'm definitely doing.
1: <laughs> you, you are turning bright red right. <laughs> you are you are in fact like a little tiny space pepperoni right
0: now <laughs> uh number six dave rory and lorelei live in star Ho- stars hollow connecticut on which television show
1: Oh, I love this show. I could
0: never get into it. I don't know if it was like I was too young for it at the moment or I'm just I just can't get into shows like this. I don't know. I just couldn't get behind it. I appreciate it though and that exists.
1: Well, let's uh let's see how Dave did in our general knowledge round. Question number 1 for 50 points. Dave named the showrunner who created Grey's Anatomy and Scandal. Uh
2: Scandal, that's uh Patty Smith. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my God! That's twenty five points of pity <laughs> points from the AI. Beautiful. Oh man, I would love to hear the the punk singer who ended up with uh, with Grey's Anatomy. No, let's right. not even bother. <laughs> the correct answer there was Shonda Rhimes. Ooh. Yeah, a, a name that earlier Julia remarked does not even sound like a real person. I that's right. thought
0: it was. I thought I misread it and misplaced one of our like. Um, make a shitty movie pun things.
2: Her husband was Busteron. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was thinking yeah. like the shitty rapper mashup <laughs> right? that we made.
1: Oh, <laughs> man.
0: All right, number two. Uh, we gave you a punk hit and you had to name the band. Ross is losing his shit Oh, my God, no.
1: I'm just like now all I can think of is woo
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, woo to 2A, kick out the jams. MC5. Bingo. So that's that score. Um, to b basket case.
2: Uh, is that, um, Dexie's Midnight Runners?
1: A <laughs> yeah, punk band. Indeed. <laughs> Correct answer was Green Day.
0: Oh. 2C, come out and play.
1: Kid and play.
0: <laughs> also looking for Pennywise. Oh. No.
2: My daughter um,
1: is terrified of Pennywise.
0: She should be. Yes. Uh, we were looking for The Offspring.
1: Ah, yeah. okay. So, uh, and Kid and Play's punk hit was Come Out in Kid. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, and lastly, 2D, Sheena is a punk rocker.
1: Ramones.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: Number three, tell us which anniversary gift belongs with these years. 3A, spiders are probably sad to wait for the 12th anniversary to get this gift gotta be silk that is yep. correct 3B Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder maybe exchanged this on their 14th anniversary uh, it's not ebony so I'm gonna say ivory that is yep. correct 50 points and 3c you'll love the feel of this second anniversary gift Ooh, velvet oh mm, I'm sorry for cotton oh is that
2: a slogan that, for cotton? That is, Yeah, that's okay. a really bad slogan for <laughs>
1: cotton. <laughs> the AI loves slogans. We had a whole round of them a few weeks ago. Right, mm-hmm. I heard it.
0: Uh, number four, this single-season record for victories in an NBA season is 73. Which team holds this, Dave?
2: The Golden State Warriors.
0: Yes, you are correct in yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Now, do you remember which team lost 73 in a season? Oh, uh I don't. I was just want to see if you did. Was it Sheena,
0: Sheena in the Punk Rockets? It, <laughs> yeah.
1: it was Sheena Easton. <laughs> punk I right know. I think it was the Philadelphia 76ers. That sounds right. The part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Actually, I think it may have even been before the process. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I could be wrong on that though. Yeah. I, I, you know, the AI is giving me nothing right now. It's just <laughs> it's just staring longingly at you. Dave. <laughs> I don't understand what is going on. This uh did you ever see the movie Electric Dreams back in the 80s where uh, somebody spills champagne on a computer it comes to life and it falls in love with the guy? No. Well, no. you should go see it. It's going to look a- am eerily, I living it? Yeah. eerily familiar to what's <laughs> happening right now. Actually, don't go see it. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> oh lord. Number 5 all of these wars and incursions in US history uh were there for you to name. I read the question wrong. Okay. Good job. So, yeah, name them for us. 5A, this tax protest ran 1791 to 1794 and actually applied to all distilled spirits. The Whiskey Rebellion. That is correct for 50 points. 5B, this war ended with the Treaty of Ghent, the War of 1812. That's another 50 points. 5C, this 1898 war was fought in Cuba, Puerto Rico, the Philippines, and Guam. Spanish-American War. That is yes, also indeed. right. And 5D, this blanket term covers a series of military interventions doled out in Cuba, Panama, oh. Honduras, Nicaragua, Mexico, Haiti, and the Dominican Republic from 1898 to 1934. I get it now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I thought it might be the Monroe Doctrine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this was a term actually not coined until 1983 to describe all of these incursions, oh. the banana wars. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't
0: hear the dull the first time you said uh, it. So dull. I thought the pun lied somewhere in what, qu- in what countries were involved. Yeah,
1: <laughs> nope. It was, it was a real bad pun. Yeah.
0: Um, all right. And lastly, number six, Rory and Lorelai live in Stars Hollow, Connecticut on which television show?
2: My wife is going to kill me if I can't think of the name of this. I I, I can see them, the real rapid fire dialogue. Oh, uh, yes, them. the hallmark of the show. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, um,
1: one day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Correct answer was Gilmore Girls. Oh, I knew it had their name yeah, in Yeah, no, once you said rapid fire dialogue, the AI uh, flashed up 25. It clearly, <laughs> clearly knew that you knew the show that was being referenced because no show has ever had people bantering as quickly as gilmore girls did yeah julia what's the score after round one
0: all right dave the ai shows that your score after round one is 450 that's pretty good for a first round
1: that's better than i did on jeopardy (laughs) (laughs) well at the end of round two we'll see if you have nothing before we take our short (laughs) break can you lose points on the escape pod we're about to find out we
0: do when spock's involved (laughs) oh
1: god we lose a lot more when spock is involved dave round two is a language and grammar questions round for your word nerd your inner word nerd so excellent yeah let's uh let's jump right in we got seven questions in this round each correct answer is worth 50 points
0: number one what is the term for the punctuation mark that combines a question mark with an exclamation point
1: that just seems like an unholy mark of punctuation.
0: See, when I first read this, I thought it meant the period at the end of each mark, like sharing that in common. But so, this- yeah,
1: the, the period is at the bottom, but then the ascending piece of the character, you see both the question part and the exclamation mark.
0: Oh, part. They, so it's a hybrid.
1: Yeah, So, but oh. they share a single period. Yeah, it's disturbing. It's weird. It's sort of like a, a, a werewolf of punctuation.
0: Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> like Why didn't of... they teach that? Why didn't they teach us that in like 6th grade English?
1: Uh, cuz it's for emphasis. All right. Emphasis. <laughs> so, <laughs> question number 2 is a four-part question. Dave, give us a word that A contains the letters i i in that order. So a double i. Give us a word that contains a double i. To B, a word that has five vowels in a row. English words only, please. So, an English word with five vowels in a row. 2C, a word that is nine letters but only has one vowel. And 2D, a word that has three consecutive sets of double letters. So that is asking you to go deep into the recesses of the English language with some very specific knowledge. Nine letters and only one vowel? Like, anybody's going to have that handy.
0: I think all my would be um, Danny, DeVito, Danny, DeVito, Danny.
1: <laughs> you are obsessed with that, man. When in doubt. I guess.
0: <laughs> DeVito it <went> out. <laughs>
1: wouldn't doubt to veto it out is that a real?
0: No, that's did not a you real just thing. Coin that now
1: <laughs> it is now. Hashtag wouldn't doubt to veto it out. Mm.
0: Uh, Dave, number three. Tell us the following punctuation marks using these odd descriptions. Three uh, A. If your large intestine is bisected, you have this. Three B. This can be fifty yards or hundred yards long. 3C, these little used marks might be in a teenager's mouth. And 3D, you can separate time into one of these.
1: And all of the answers to those are punctuation marks of some sort? Yes. All right, fair enough. Number four, Dave. This this hardly seems of a piece with the other questions, but uh, which rapper's first album was entitled Country Grammar? <laughs> I guess it's a grammar question, Sanically. in the loosest of ways.
0: I see nothing about Kelsey grammar in here.
1: <laughs> ah, the AI has let me down so badly. <laughs> oh. Number five, Dave. What are the eight parts of speech? Well, that, that could be four hundred points in Dave's tally. This could, this answer alone could power the pod for quite some time. Because, of course, we run on correct answers to get through space
0: yeah so dave the better you perform in this game tonight the farther we can actually travel without running out of gas or power again
1: yeah no pressure at all but we could die in space if you do not get these right
0: as long as we get a thousand points at least tonight we can at least power our oxygen filters
1: yeah so So we'd like to live don't screw this up oh god dave is now (laughs) turning red with the pressure (laughs) look (laughs) at him he's sort of reddish purple i think yes He's, he is the color of Mars, right? now.
0: <laughs> uh, number six. Which word has the most meaning listed in the Oxford English Dictionary? I think that's
1: meanings. The most meanings listed. What did I say? I think meaning. Uh,
0: oh, I did say meaning. I apologize. I'm going sorry. to recap that one. Yeah. Which word has the most meanings listed in the Oxford English Dictionary with 464?
1: One word with 464 different meanings?
0: That is a lot
1: that is a lot and you know part of me is i just finished uh reading that book called fuck which is a history of the (laughs) word fuck and i'm like well it's got to be fuck but it's not it's not that's the the thing
0: what was detention like when you were growing up (laughs) because when i was a kid so i never got detention but like the aftercare room was in the same room as detention (laughs) um so like i got to like read books for pleasure but all the kids in detention had to just copy words and definitions from the dictionary for an hour and a half
1: oh that's that's <laughs> dumb. Why would you make kids hate language? Like, hey, your punishment is a, I, a life in which literacy is terrible. I like, don't that think is a punishment, but it's like so much further reaching than like, hey, you were chewing gum in class.
0: My school made a lot of dumb decisions. That's not their worst one.
1: Ooh, that one's bad. <laughs> Dave number seven, stupendous is one of only four words in the English language that ends with the letters d o u s name any of the other three you'll get 50 points for each one you get if you can name all three of the other three that's 150 points but you really only need one so stupendous is one of them name any of the other three and that friends is the end of our word nerd language and grammar round so it's time to see how dave did
0: all right, Dave, going back to number one, what is the term for the punctuation mark that combines a question mark with an exclamation point? It's an Alarmicon. That sounds like the next convention at, <laughs> in the Raleigh Convention Center. Like we just had DragonCon, now Alarmicon.
2: <laughs> it's for people who sell security systems.
1: <laughs> the correct answer there was interbang. Ooh. Yeah, which sounds vaguely dirty. It does. <laughs> it's like if you want information out of somebody and you are very sexy, right. you can use the interrobang. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Number two, give us a word that A contains the letters I I or a double I. Radii. Radii will work. Skiing was also an acceptable answer. Number two, a word that has five vowels in a row.
2: Onomatopoeia?
1: Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, our AI is telling us that it would have taken queuing. Oh. Yeah, the British spelling, of course. Right, right, right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, 2C, a word that is nine letters but has only one vowel. <laughs> that is correct for 50 points. What was the vowel in there? It was an A. It was an
2: A, yeah. <laughs> no. uh,
1: the correct answer was strengths. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Good. And finally, a word that has three consecutive sets of double letters. If I didn't get this, I'd be a disgrace to CPAs everywhere. It's bookkeeper. That is correct. Yep. Or bookkeeping was also a correct answer. Very nicely done. You can keep your CPA card. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: Dave, tell us the following punctuation marks used in these odd descriptions. 3A, if your large intestine is bisected, you have this.
1: Is it a not equals sign? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's a semicolon. Oh, of course. Uh,
2: I was thinking visually. Never think visually about punctuation.
0: Uh, 3B, this can be 50 yards or 100 yards long.
2: Uh, a Canadian football field.
0: Yes, my favorite punctuation mark. Uh, no, we're looking for a dash of course, yes. Dash. Three <laughs> uh, C. These little used marks might be in a teenager's mouth. Brackets. Would we take? I think we brackets? can take
1: that. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think the the kid in me that suffered through years and years of orthodonture had <laughs> both brackets and braces. Braces. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Both are both are good for fifty points.
0: Three uh, D. You can separate time into one of these
1: periods. Yes. Question number four. Which. Rapper's first album was entitled Country Grammar. That would be Billy Ray Mc Cyrus.
0: <laughs> Mc Cyrus.
1: You know he is rapping now, or no? I guess he's just singing. No, he's on. just with, yeah, the yeah, he right. with the rapping. with right. the rapping. The correct answer there was Nelly. Oh, uh, who right. who ended up making hot in here, which also describes this pod when you and our AI get together. <laughs> Oddly enough. Number five, Dave, what are the eight parts of speech? Noun,
2: verb, adverb, adjective, article, pronoun, expletive, expletive?
1: (laughs) A fine end. Uh, You did really well on that. The eight parts of speech are noun, pronoun, verb, adjective, adverb, conjunction, preposition, An interjection, but our AI will take article, even though there are only three in the English language, <laughs> and some linguists don't feel like it's its own part of speech. Some do. So, If you've we're got, going off right my ahead.
0: sixth grade English class, they count. Yeah.
1: It, it depends on the linguist that you're <laughs> you talking about. You
0: could say to. I'm kind of a pro. <laughs> oh,
1: indeed. Yes, you are.
0: <laughs> uh, number six. Which word has the most meanings listed in the Oxford English Dictionary with 464?
2: Uh, Going off of what do my daughters say? I would say the word like.
0: (laughs) That's a decent argument, honestly. It
1: really is. Uh, There is an amazing sestina by A.E. Stallings in which she ends every word, uh, every line with the word like for 39 lines and then uh, uses it about a thousand more times in there. And it is hilarious (laughs) because it it basically is a a poem about how often that word uh, drops into our everyday speech the correct answer there with 464 meanings set oh wow yeah and here in the south i think we've actually even added to that tally <laughs> right. over the years i'm <laughs> i'm setting to tell oh. you something yeah <laughs> i
0: was didn't know where you're going with that um <laughs> number seven i want
1: to know where you thought i was going with it I,
0: no i had no idea okay. which is why i was curious i was like what does that mean <laughs> Uh, Number seven, stupendous is one of only four words in the English language that ends with the letters D-O-U-S. Name any of the other three or all of the other three, if you know them.
2: Tremendous.
0: That's one. That's one.
2: Uh, uh, Can't think of any others.
0: Hey, you still got one that's better than I would. Have
1: done. Oh. <laughs> they were tremendous, horrendous, horrendous. And one that that wouldn't jump out at you, hazardous. Oh right. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so uh, you know, nothing about stupendous was going to trigger you to think, "Oh, hazardous, they sound <laughs> the same." Right. Well, let's find out how you did, Dave. At the end of two rounds, what's the AI telling us that Dave has got?
0: Dave, you're powering our oxygen tanks for at least another week because you got an even thousand
1: points. Woohoo! Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, now seems like a really good time for us to take a short break. So hang on, we'll be right back with a little bit more trivia escape pod. Don't give you trust till I march in crest Marching march crest Go shoot us, go go check it out The march lady when dust storms low Things get shady And do mess up, tailored, precious Suits and glass boots That
0: always pollutes, left like nothing without fashion Leaving earth without any passion Dusty
1: lips, nothing but break trips To the high school, they feel you really gonna do it, That is some high-quality rap music. Welcome back to Trivia Escape Pod. I'm Julia Sorensen.
0: I'm also Julia Sorensen. Did you let that go on a little bit longer so we could listen to more of the lyrics? I did. I
1: had to know. I feel like
0: I heard, like, French-ish gibberish and then macho press. Macho press.
2: It sounded like a German vanilla ice cover band.
0: uh anyways we are back with more trivia escape pod if you guys like the show if you find us funny or if you pity us help us out by telling a friend to find us on apple podcasts stitcher google play or at trivia escape pod.com and we do spend quite a bit of time each week writing the questions that keep you entertained so let folks know about us and if you haven't already Follow us on Twitter at Trivia Escape Pod.
1: You know, I thought about saying and leave us a review, but do, do podcast places even have you review things?
0: Yeah, anymore? on Apple Podcasts you can leave reviews. Yeah,
1: but what do they do? Oh, Dave, are you a reviewer? A podcast? Yeah. Oh, did you review yeah. our podcast? <laughs> oh,
0: fantastic. I'm blushing. You
1: are, you are very kind and deeply misguided, my friend.
0: But Yeah, I think y'all got catfished. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Julia, I I think I know what's going on. What? Don't uh don't let me here, but I think the reason the AI is in love with Dave is that he left a five star review. He is the first and the wow. only and the AI will fall in love with anything that gives it a five star.
0: The review. AI has an M.O. kink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I think Dave heard us uh, <laughs> I mean,
0: uh, uh potatoes <laughs> Is this thing
1: on? <laughs> so anyway, round three uh, Dave, round three is a movie round We're going to try something a little bit new for you What we've done is we have taken all of the words in the title of a famous movie and basically mixed them up like it's a game of boggle and they could fall in any order and then the ai has written a new plot for that movie based on the scrambled title all the words are the same only the order is different the new plot that the ai has written may or may not have anything to do with the original i don't know but let's give you an example. That we can reveal the answer to right away. So your example plot: a blood-sucking, fanged monster turns into a bat in order to get to his conversation with a journalist. Do you Do you have any idea what the title on that one might be? Uh, sounds like vampire. Vampire with the interview. Vampire with the interview. Good. So yeah, ding, ding, ding. yeah, messed up uh, interview with the vampire. So we have got ten of those, and let's see how you do.
0: Number one. A genius hanging around Harvard goes out to shoot a deer and receives cheerful encouragement before he goes.
1: All right, good. So we'll let Dave work on these and let our listeners work on them too. Here's number two. The football team that played in Oakland before disappearing, presumably on their way to Las Vegas, rides in a ship built by Noah. Number
0: three. Sadly, instead of using precognitives to solve crime, people just call the police on underrepresented groups.
1: I think this is, this one's a documentary. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. No, this is terrible, yeah. Uh, number four, Mark Zuckerberg hosts a relaxed gathering for employees at ABC, NBC, and CBS. Ah, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Always happy when that guy makes a brief appearance on the podcast.
0: I want there to be a revival of The Office just for one episode, but Mark Zuckerberg is like unexplained to be Michael Scott.
1: I think Mark Zuckerberg is Michael Scott. Yeah, basically.
0: that's what I'm saying. Like I want I want him to play Michael Scott, but just no one mentions that there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> really just want that in one episode uh,
1: well you know i'd be okay with it because that would mean steve carell was running facebook it would be a lot less fucking evil <laughs> at that point
0: uh, dave number five the atlantic pacific indian southern and arctic are joined by six new massive bodies of water i feel like i still have like some grumbly voice going on because i inhaled a lot of campfire this weekend <laughs> Oh,
1: you poor thing. Number six, James Dean is running a charity, but he really needs some dissidents to staff it. This is a movie. I would totally watch that movie. Yeah, yeah. And I recognize it's difficult to get James Dean in new films, but (laughs) you could just toss James Franco in there. He so desperately wants to be James Dean anyway. It'd be fine.
0: James Franco... I think we'll take on any role just for the hell of it.
1: That's probably true.
0: And he'll crush it. Um, Number seven. One of the Khaleesi's children rebels and gets some ink on his left wing in the shape of a young woman.
1: Ooh. Forbidden. (laughs) What a rebellion that is. Number eight, Dave. Bluto, D-Day, and Flounder, and the rest of the Deltas at Faber College trap an unnamed mammal and confine it in their residence
0: i feel like dave's got that one because he's kind (laughs) of (laughs) grinning number nine a con man involved in check fraud takes up fishing in alaska and contingent upon him securing a fish secures work at a food processing plant
1: this one amuses me greatly
0: you love this one way I too do. much i really do love this you like trying to hide a grin but it ain't working yeah
1: the last of these movies dave here's the plot number 10 some canis lupus show up at the disco one night to show off their amazing moves in this movie starring kevin costner
0: <laughs> the tone change you had as you read that—you
1: know—I like to—I like to give a—you know—I like to kind of make people start to visualize, you know, sort of a in a world <laughs> where Canis Lupus show up at the disco to boogie the fuck down, <laughs> you
0: know? and it's like with Kevin Costner.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it, I could also have done it like starring Kevin Costner, Mary McDonnell and ghost no i don't know you i had
0: no idea where you're going with I, I,
1: I had no idea where i was going with that <laughs> it was like i kept waiting i was like there will be a good joke in here if i just keep talking nope <laughs> that, i
0: got nothing that train derailed as soon go. as it left the station
1: <laughs> almost immediately <laughs> mm.
0: um dave are you ready to go over the answers i hope so i hope so all right yeah. i like the confidence yeah uh number one a genius hanging around Harvard goes out to shoot a deer and receives cheerful encouragement before he goes.
2: Hunting goodwill.
1: Hmm. Is that cheerful and encouragement? The AI is showing 25 points. I think you got a half credit for that one. Uh, Good hunting will. Okay. <laughs> oh.
0: Hunting is- hunting goodwill just seem- makes it seem like you're on the highway and you can't find a goodwill. Yeah. Like anywhere.
1: <laughs> I have got to get some thrift store clothes.
0: Dude, I've learned that the Kerry Goodwill is like actually a nice department store. Is it? It's wild because like it's where all the bougie people go to drop off clothes.
1: Well, there is a uh, there's a thrift store about two blocks from the pod right here, and let me tell you, it is full of some treasures. <laughs> Dave number two, the football team that played in Oakland before disappearing, presumably on their way to Las Vegas, rides in a ship built by Noah.
2: Lost Ark of the Raiders. Oh, Ark of the Lost
1: Raiders. Ark of the yeah, Lost Raiders. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Nicely done. Number three. This is the uh, this is the terrible documentary of America 2019.
0: Uh, sadly, instead of using precognitives to solve crime, people just call the police on underrepresented groups
1: sadly that's report minority yep you got it yeah super unfortunate number four mark zuckerberg hosts a relaxed gathering for employees at abc nbc and cbs sounds so nice the network social yes
0: indeed it it
1: does sound nice but then you realize he's just harvesting all of their data (laughs) listening to every single thing that they do (laughs) while they're at that social
0: My friend just texted me. So we were talking about the brand of sandals called Rainbows today, like at the campsite. And then she just texted me, bro, I didn't have my phone near me and I'm getting Target ads for Rainbows. Creepy. (laughs) Um, Number five, the Atlantic, Pacific, Indian, Southern and Arctic are joined by six new massive bodies of water.
1: 11 Oceans.
0: Yeah, you got it.
1: That's worth 50 points. Number six, James Dean is running a charity, but he really needs some dissidents to staff it.
2: The only James Dean movie I can think of is Giant,
1: and I can't figure out how to rearrange <laughs> the sorry. words in that title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the correct answer, Cause Without a Rebel. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh.
0: Number seven, one of the Khaleesi's children rebels and gets some ink on his left wing in the shape of a young woman.
1: I don't know what a Khaleesi's is. Oh. oh, not a Game of Thrones fan. No. Ah. So
0: she's the mother of dragons in a way. So oh. uh, we're looking for the dragon with the girl tattoo.
2: Ah, nice. Okay.
1: Number eight, Bluto, D-Day, Flounder, and the rest of the Deltas at Faber College trap an unnamed mammal and confine it in their residence. Action packed. It would be House Animal. Yeah, National Lampoon's House Animal <laughs> is correct.
0: Uh, Number nine, a con man involved in check fraud takes up fishing in Alaska, and contingent upon him securing a fish, secures work at a food processing plant.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm thinking of kites and salmon, uh, but I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) The
1: correct answer here, I'm sorry, I love this. This amuses me (laughs) to no end. Can me if you catch... Ooh, that's
0: good. (laughs) Don't feed his ego. (laughs) Don't let him know you like him.
1: Number 10, some canis lupus show up at the disco one night to show off their amazing moves in this movie starring Kevin Costner. Wolves with dances. That is correct. It's worth 50 (laughs) points. Julia, what is the AI telling you that Dave's score is now?
0: After round three, Dave, you have 1325 as your score so far.
1: Doing well so far, and Dave, we have got one more question for you. The AI has tailored it specifically to you, it seems, and each correct answer is worth 100 points, so you can get us some serious fuel for the pod if you can tell us who are Major League Baseball's all-time leaders in home runs. Now, oh. you're, you're a baseball fan, yeah? Yes. All right. So the top 10. We need the top 10 all-time leaders in home runs. This is not active. This is all-time leaderboards. And don't need to do them. Sorry. I
0: was about to say, order does not matter. Order, Good. Yeah, Good. That not was the As long question. as they're on the paper, you get the points. Right. Yeah,
1: you just have to tell us how many each hitter had. No, I'm right? kidding.
2: You don't.
1: <laughs> how we many just, at home, how many on the road. Yeah,
0: how, no. how old they are now, their blood type, their star sign. <laughs> yeah. right. their,
1: their lefty-righty splits, the right. their career OBP, <laughs> uh, and their career war. <laughs> yeah uh so um so yeah we're gonna give you a second to think about now i see that you have put your pen and paper aside are you ready to are you ready to spit this out he just knows
0: them all offhand. is
1: this is this a thing you're really about to do entirely from memory
0: not only Uh, will you fuel our pod you'll fuel your own ego in redemption (laughs) from jeopardy
1: i have never seen one of our guests get the top 10 question know that they have to Formulate ten different answers and then be like, fuck it, I don't need paper. <laughs> They're just like, I'm ready to answer. Are you willing
0: to take on this challenge?
1: Sure. Let's All do right, it. let's try it. All right. So uh, you don't have to get them in order, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna say the numbers one through ten so that we don't let you give get thirteen guesses. So number right. one. Barry Bonds. That is actually the number one answer. So right. you got that correct. Number two. Hank Aaron. That is the oh, number my two God, answer. That's number two. He's gonna get these in order. This is gonna be amazing. <laughs> number number three. Uh Babe Ruth that's Oh my a,
0: god 3 for 3 <laughs>
1: That's 100 points Number 4 Willie Mays He's number 5 on okay. our list Yeah but He's still uh, on the uh, list Still working ahead, So uh, number 5 It's probably because Alex Rodriguez passed him That so. is correct right. A-Rod had 696 for his career And is number 4 on the all time right. list So answer number 6 uh, Mark McGuire McGuire not on our oh, list Yeah wah, wah. Answer number 7 Rafael Palmero. Also not also in the not top the ten. Yeah. Although okay. he 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 was at least over four hundred. I want to say he was maybe even over five hundred. I think he did hit five hundred. Yeah, yeah, but he did not did not make it into the top ten. I will tell have taken you that,
2: more steroids.
1: That the number ten answer has five hundred and eighty nine home runs. He's the only oh, member okay. of the five hundred club in the top ten. Everybody else has six hundred wow. or seven hundred. So uh answer number seven. Actually, no. This is answer number eight, isn't it?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Sure. Okay, yeah. Answer number eight. Now I'm drawing a blank. I think on we need to write down more than he does. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mm.
2: Mike Schmidt.
1: Mike Schmidt, not no. on the list. One of the great uh, third basemen, but uh, I think you are probably forgetting the home run fueled 90s, right. and early 2000s. A <laughs> couple, right. couple of these guys benefited from that. Answer number yeah. nine. Uh,.
2: Jose Canseco.
1: <laughs> oh, the Bash Brothers. You right. named them both. I'm
2: thinking about steroids now. I got uh... them on the brain.
1: <laughs> I clearly
2: should have taken some steroids before I began this list.
1: So Jose Canseco shows up in kind of an amazing Netflix documentary called Jack of All Trades, where they're talking about uh, baseball cards. Uh-huh. Um and sort of the rampant speculative market and you know, like the the card that sort of fueled it all. Uh and he's such a goober even now. Oh Yeah. Ken Seiko. Not on our list, but you've got one more answer. Tell us who is in that top ten. Jim Tomey. Jim Tomey with six hundred and twelve is the number eight answer. Good. So very nicely done. Here they are in order. Number one, Barry Bonds with 762. Number two, Hank Aaron with 755. Number three, Babe Ruth with 714. Number four, Alex Rodriguez with 696. Number five, Willie Mays with 660. Number six is an active player. Albert Pujols wow. with 652 wow. as of when we pulled this list. Number 7, he may have even hit another one. Since then. Number 7, Ken Griffey Jr. Mm. with 630. Number 8, Jim Tomey with 612. Number 9, Sammy Sosa with 609. Mm. I didn't it's say a, Sammy Sosa. No, I it's weird to, to think. Well, especially because you were thinking Mark McGuire. Right. right. It's weird to think that Sosa had more than McGuire over yeah. the course of the career. Yeah. Number 10, Frank Robinson with 589. Nice. And we just had an appearance from our podcast, Spock.
0: And then he left as quickly as he arrived. He just
1: went right back below us. He's probably deck. just
0: scoping how to torture us more. He
1: may have heard all of this talk of the supercomputer oh, he's back. falling in love with somebody else. Oh, he, he senses a romantic rival.
0: He's sizing <laughs> oh, us up.
1: Oh, Dave, he's he's looking at Ooh, you. That is
0: some straight eye contact with me. <laughs> he is, What's up, little dude?
1: He's not happy that the AI has fallen in love with somebody else that's not him.
0: Well, he has Rachel. He can get over it.
1: I guess that's true. I'm sure she's giving him some pets behind the ears. Julia, what is the AI telling you that Dave has got for his final score? Dave,
0: your final score for tonight, you have 1925, a fantastic score for a one-man trivia team. It was a great year.
1: As always, all of our questions were powered by our AI supercomputer, so if you think it made a mistake, shoot us an email at TriviaEscapePod at gmail.com or give us a shout on Twitter at TriviaEscapePod. You can always let us know what's happening back on Earth. You can send us the newest news. Let us know what, you know, the current u.s president has screwed up today yeah we'd love to hear it sure why not if you've got a great idea for a round or a piece of trivia that you're dying to share we would love to hear from you so email us at trivia at gmail.com we are always particularly happy to have new ideas for top 10 rounds so send those on in or suggestions for music Yeah, in fact, if anybody wants to make some royalty-free music (laughs) that's trivia-themed and send it on over to us, we would be happy to play it at the beginning of the show. Just send us an MP3. Dave, we have got a new round that we want to do. It is, of course, not scored, because you've you've already heard your final score. But we have been asking uh, some of our friends if they wouldn't mind sending in a question for our guests it doesn't have to be trivia though it can be and we are going to ask one question in our ask one question round and of course immediately alex reinhardt and bethany garrison teamed up and as a two-person team asked two questions you can find bethany at garrison underscore bethany on instagram in case you want to go do that uh so here are alex and bethany's questions for you the first is, Dave, what is love? Oh,
2: wasn't that question asked by Chris Kattan on Saturday Night Live?
1: <laughs> I believe it was. And I think it was answered with, baby, don't hurt me. Right. <laughs> don't hurt me no more. <laughs> right. All right. And their second question, what fruit has the most seeds?
0: Mm. Oh, a trivia question I, for it. Yeah, but they,
1: yeah. they didn't provide any form of answer.
0: So mm. we could just say something stupid.
1: Oh, like it's just some kind of space fruit, sure. Yeah,
0: space, space watermelon. Space watermelon. <laughs> watermelon. Uh, okay,
1: great. Sounds So, delicious. Alex and Bethany, you now know that uh, you can get the answers to your first question from sa- old Saturday Night Live episodes, <laughs> and for the second one, space watermelon, which is a uh, one dollar and eighteen cents at the space food lion.
0: Space food lion. <laughs>
1: uh yes. Even in the furthest reaches of the galaxy, there is a food lion. I
0: I had my friend refer to food lion as the shitty kitty. And not only did I lose it laughing, but I love that I immediately knew what she meant. She didn't have to clarify. I was like, yeah, I went to the shitty kitty the other day. I was like, yeah, that checks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dave, we are running low on oxygen, and we know you are probably eager to get back to your own escape pod. Uh, but tell us what you've got coming up. Talk a little bit about uh, the projects that you're most excited about.
2: Well, thanks. The employer I work for, El Futuro, is about to have its 15th anniversary in November. And of course, um, we're, for the work that we do, we're calling it a quinceañera or quinceañero, And uh, it'll be in November, and it will be a big celebration, uh, a chance for people, stakeholders, people who care about the organization to attend and celebrate and uh, get ready for the next 15 years of doing uh, mental health work for Spanish speakers in the area. We're very excited about
1: it. And how can our listeners find out a little bit more about El Futuro and support our migrant community?
2: Our website is elfuturo-nc.org. And we've just given it an overhaul a facelift and uh we've had some folks uh work with us on our uh presentation and we're very proud of it it's uh it's we're doing a lot of outreach through that and and uh, we're very excited about it Great.
1: Julia, what have you got coming up?
0: Uh, I have no specific events coming up, but I'm still trying to build as much of a following and as many clients as I can on my uh, tarot reading account. Um, So if you have any questions that you want to ask me, it can be love, a general snapshot of where you're headed.
1: Yes, the question is, what is love? And it's from Bethany and Alex.
0: Uh, yes, I think this card shows baby don't hurt me
1: no
0: more. <laughs> um, so if you have any questions, love, career, um, just general advice on like am I doing what's best for me right now or maybe even like some self-love because everyone needs that now and then no matter how big your ego might be Um, just go ahead and follow me on Instagram or Facebook at tall sunflower tarot hope to see you guys soon
1: And as many of you know, we started a new reading series in Durham. It's called Bull City Press Presents, and it's at OK All Right, the home of meddlesome comedy. We had our first reading, uh just a a few days ago with uh, Gabrielle Calvacresi and Bell Box. We are super pumped to be back there in October. It's uh, the second Saturday in October. I think that's the 12th. And it's going to feature Daniel Wallace, the author of Big Fish. Have you guys read Big Fish? Amazing.
0: I know of it. haven't read it.
1: Seen the musical. I mean, it's awesome. So Daniel is going to be reading some of his work, hopefully some new work, as well as the poets Eric Tran and Alex Trebo. And then Daniel Wallace is actually going to stick around and perform with the comedy group Golden Age at 9pm. They're going to try to get him to uh, to read some work or maybe tell some stories and they'll be doing some improvisation. So check that out October 12th at 7pm. OK, all right, 401 Gear Street Suite A. It's right behind Motorco. It's the home of meddlesome comedy. Dave, we have had such a good time having you here today. Thanks. I've had fun. The AI is now just flashing up. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go. The door seems to be locked, actually. It really, (laughs) it's, it's cutting off. Uh, our oxygen in <laughs> order to send it to your pod. Uh that's that's weird. Oh, it's downloading its consciousness to your pod now. I see how it is. Well we'll be we'll be together forever. I so. guess you will yeah. and we will just be dead husks in space. So it's this f- will that. be reality. Yeah. <laughs> well thanks everybody for listening to Trivia Escape Pod. Obviously this is the last episode ever because I'm Julia, she's Julia and we're both about to die while Dave goes off into space. Dave, why don't we let you get back into your own pod and that's the airlock <laughs> julia i i gotta tell you i have uh i've really enjoyed this week looking exactly like you i don't know what it is that Rachel did.
0: I might wake up looking like you next week so I gotta see what it's like being just the littlest bit shorter.
1: Well until next week, she's Julia Sorensen, I'm Julia Sorensen you, uh, you, normally I'm Ross White.
0: Oh god, spots Julia now too! <laughs> oh my god! No! <laughs> Which is the real me!
1: Thanks for joining us, we'll see you next week. No!
0: <laughs> Bye. Bye.